I'm always amazed at the life stories that people have in general, but especially the immensely creative ways in which Jesus reveals himself to people. I was with somebody just the other day. I didn't know very well. It's a lady. And, and I asked her how she met Jesus because uh, she had already made some comment that she hadn't grown up in, in the Christian world or a Christian family. And these stories of grace that mark our lives are pictured for us really powerfully in what is the first part of Zechariah's fourth night vision. We're going to be in the beginning of Zechariah chapter 3. He has eight night visions altogether. And in, in this fourth vision, he sees the picture of grace in the Old Testament that Jesus would live out in our own lives uh, in the New Testament and in our lives right now. It starts this way, verse 1. Then he showed me Joshua, the high priest, standing before the angel of the Lord, and Satan standing at his right side to accuse him. We know the word Satan means accuser or slanderer. I mean, he's, he just wants to constantly remind you and remind God of how, how far you've fallen short. And the Lord said to Satan, the Lord rebuke you, Satan. This is what Jesus did when he died on the cross. He disarmed the principalities and powers of darkness. He rebuked Satan. And, and so the Lord says, to Satan, the Lord rebuke you, Satan. The Lord who has chosen Jerusalem rebuke you. Is not this man a burning stick snatched from the fire? This man was Joshua, who was the high priest in Jerusalem. Except here, in this night vision, Joshua becomes symbolic of Israel. And uh, it, it's all of our stories that, like, like from the fire, we should have been destroyed. But like, but, but like that burning snick, stick snatched from the fire, God has rescued our lives. And uh, Satan accuses us, and the Lord rebukes him and says, Joshua, my people are the ones who I have rescued like a stick from the fire so it's not completely burnt up. Now, it goes on to say, Zechariah says, I notice in verse 3 that Joshua was dressed in filthy clothes as he stood before the angel. And the angel said to those who were standing before him, take off his filthy clothes. Now it's not a, Satan speaking to God, it's the, it's the angel saying, take off the filthy garment that the high priest is wearing. And the angel said to those standing before him, take off his filthy clothes. And he said to Joshua, he looks at Joshua and says, see, I have taken away your sin and I will put fine garments upon you. And this is so picturesque of what God does for us in the gospel, that in the sacrifice of Jesus, look at how Paul describes it in 2 Corinthians 5.21, God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. The Lord says, take off the filthy garments, representing all the sin and failure of the people of Israel. Take them off, Joshua, and put on fine linen. He has God has clothed us with the righteousness of Christ now. He's taken off our dirty garments. Peter says in 1 Peter 2, verse 24, which I think is one of the most comprehensive single-verse descriptions of what Jesus accomplished on the cross for us. He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross. He took on all of our sin, our dirtiness, and our failure so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness. And by his wounds you have been healed. I want you to see this today. I don't want you to live, if you know Jesus, I don't want you to go on living as if you've still got dirty garments on. 
very vividly. The dirty garments are taken off of Joshua, representing the people of God, and clean garments are placed on him. This is what Jesus did. He took our sin on himself, and he clothed us with his righteousness. That means when God looks at you, he doesn't see your past failures. He sees the accomplishment of his son. He doesn't act towards you as if you'd sinned. He acts towards you as if you had obeyed him completely like Jesus did because you're clothed with the righteousness of Jesus. Away with spiritual uh, insecurity. Away Away with those condemning thoughts of the enemy. Let's think theologically about our lives and not emotionally. Our dirty garments have been taken away like with Joshua and we have the garments of righteousness. Father, thank you for this. And so we stand in confidence knowing that when we repent of our sin, you forgive us. You take off the dirty garments. Help us not to live as if we have dirty garments. If we are soiling our garments with disobedience and sin, we repent and ask you to forgive us and help us to stand this day in the righteousness of Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. (music) 